This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on our podcast, The Wealth Puzzle. Uh, I'm Tana Pennington, here with Mike Mansfield. <laughs> Hope everybody had a great weekend. We've got some economic data hot off the press. We want to take a look at it, give you some good news as well as some bad. But yeah, all in all, we'll keep it positive. Too. We haven't done this in a couple of weeks. I know, I I'm know. I'm blame Tana. No. She, she had COVID six times in a I row. I did not. The um no, so we we uh we got a little busy in tax yeah. season, man. I became Connor's Extremely. honorary tax assistant. I was busy doing We're a great team, tax right? related things. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream yeah. work. So I was doing too much teamwork stuff. So I flaked Tana every Monday, I'd be like, Hey, it's time to do the podcast. I said, I'm doing taxes. Anyways. That is actually a true story. That is true. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> no embellishment whatsoever. I told her to do it by herself. She wouldn't. So it just shows you how much she cares about our listeners. The, uh, but hey, we, we appreciate all the listeners. Uh, appreciate everyone tuning in to watch the show. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on mm -hmm. Rumble. Obviously, you can download it on your podcast stuff. You should subscribe. You should share with your friends. Tell them the wealth of information that we give you guys. So woohoo. So how's life in uh, Texas, Tana? Good. We had a lot of rain last night. And you're like, there's no sun. Here. I know there's no sunshine right now. Not yet. It's going to yeah. be coming out later on yeah, this afternoon. In but, California where it's always sunny. Right. I oh. heard you guys were like in the 90s this weekend. Always. It was it was hot. Yeah, well, crazy. We're wimps. It was like, you know, it was like 78. You're like, Ooh, it's <laughs> sweltering out here. What are we going to do? Um, yeah, yeah, no AC. Because then you get the breeze too, mm -hmm. you know, hot Santa Ana's. Mm -hmm. So anyways, it's rough. Not a lot to complain about. Yeah, no, but life I, is good. It was funny though. I was just talking to my brother in Utah though, like, I don't know, a week or two ago and they were getting dumped on with snow. Mm, yeah, so you're right. You don't really think about spring snow, but sure. it does exist. <laughs> okay. Down to business, down to business. All right. So I got to load all these shows. Yeah. These. We have a lot Anna to talk sends about. me stuff. So I, I just put it on the screen. This is, this is a picture of a blue thing. Thank you, Tana, for sending the blue thing to us. <laughs> What is this? This is uh oh, this is economics. Yes. Boring. Everyone can go to sleep and stop paying attention now. No, just jobless claims. This nope. is important. So good news is uh Tana has not quit and filed for unemployment <laughs> for the job. Still staying low. You know it's amazing. So I for the people that watch this on YouTube and Rumble, you can see the little charts and slides and things that mm -hmm. we um the one we have up here is initial jobless claims. So that's people running out every week and going on to unemployment. Mm -hmm. Interesting. If you look at it, you notice there's a big spike up, right? <sighs> Looks like a mountain. And then it comes grinding back. Yes. Well, obviously COVID came. Everybody went on unemployment. It was impressive, we'll say. Impressive how many people. But what's equally as impressive 
is we're at a point where we're getting like 180 ish thousand people a week falling for unemployment. Wow. The 52 year low. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, it's crazy. Like, like everything we see on the news makes us think that everything is falling apart. Right. Right. All the news. I don't care what channel you watch. Yeah, and I'll be watching true. that one channel though. <laughs> Bad. Anyways. Um, but everything's falling apart. Right. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is behind the scenes, the economic stuff is like kind of swirling together. Um, you, you look at unemployment claims, you know, if, if, if unemployment claims are increasing, that's a problem. If more and more people are going on unemployment, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked, we did a show uh, probably a month ago about a little bit about stagflation, you know, and how do you, how do you get like increasing inflation, declining growth in society. And one of the catalysts of really identifying recessions and stagflation, these things is that increase in unemployment right? and the unemployment rate going up. And so it's kind of ironic that, well, how is it we're setting records at the moment? You know, mm-hmm. 52 year low with people hanging out on unemployment kind of it kind of challenges those 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 fears we're getting because Tana's scared. Tana's scared of the recession. Right. Well, there's just no? something in the back no, of the mind. mind that you just I mean, we're all human. We're going to fear, you know, a decline or a loss or a recession or things like that. That's just part of us. I mean, look, here's breaking news. The New York judge holds Donald Trump in contempt for failing to comply with, wait for it, subpoena of business documents. All right. Well, I'm going to turn that off. We got our breaking news. I feel, that was like a real news channel. Like, hang on, everyone. We got breaking news. The, <laughs> well, um, well done in your execution. Yeah. You guys can tell that we've been pre- preparing for this show for weeks since our articles are now two weeks old. <laughs> because Tana sends me stuff. So I say, this is good for the show. Boop, I know. Data point. Boop. And then we never do and, it. And I put it in a, I have an email bin of, of radio <laughs> things to use. And, and here we go. So this is from a couple of weeks ago. But once again, it, it, we're going back to that theme. Unemployment, economic data. Let's talk about it. March jobs. A lot of jobs are created. Mm-hmm. A lot of opportunity for you out there, Tana. Just, I know. I'm just putting it out there. Putting it out there. You know, it's amazing. On a side note, I was reading about a gal who's um, trying to get into Congress and um, and she says that the fifteen dollar minimum wage is antiquated and it should be thirty dollars. Mm, and so I, don't, I agree with that. I do, because then me and Tana will make more money for <laughs> once. No, the, there's a reason for entry level jobs. It's no, there's so not that you- it's 30 bucks an hour. That, that's entry level. No, it's so that we all rise up eventually. You know, we just have to start at the bottom and we work our way up. That's the sure beauty of the American dream. Rising up anymore, but <laughs> but maybe, maybe. But hey, uh, you know, the, the jobs created in March didn't quite hit consensus. They were looking for four hundred ninety thousand. Whatever, that's all semantics. Every month they revise the numbers, so more jobs were, were popped up from February and January. But what's cool in this little article that Tana sent over. Uh, besides the the pretty picture of Mike Santoli, is that who that is? I can't remember which one he is. No, Santoli's the the one that's the jerk. I can't remember this guy's name off the top of my head. Um, but look at that! First quarter ended, almost 1.7 million yeah. jobs were added to the payrolls. Fantastic! It's a lot of payroll tax. It's a lot of people mm-hmm. working and feeling better. Yes, this is I being this productive. Was phenomenal. Yeah, remember. All the headlines, uh, recession, stagflation, it's all over. We're all screwed. 
But behind the scenes, things are starting to grind back together. Positive. The other thing, we're we're going through a, we're going to go through a laundry list. I have we have all these tabs open. If you can see this on the computer, where I'm like, we just have all this stuff. Now, now you you think that we're sponsored by CNBC? It just oh, happens to be that CNBC, like everybody has all the data everywhere. CNBC just seems to have the the cleanest layout for a computer mm-hmm. with an article because they they got a big headline. Mm-hmm. And then they got three or four bullet points on every article. You click big headline, a few bullet points, super easy to, to show it to everybody. So we're not just CNBC people. No. Yeah. It's on the TV right here, though, as I'm sitting here talking to you guys. So I'm calling CNBC. I'm telling them they need to sponsor us. So whatever that means. I've never been sponsored for anything except for AA. No. <laughs> no you have not what? what oh dear that's a good thing right right the, yes um, okay so the other thing economic data what is relevant we are right smack dab in the beginning innings of earnings season mm-hmm. data is important remember tan and i've talked about this a thousand times two things drive the market emotions you know what people are thinking how they're feeling mm-hmm. and then the facts the data yes. the information and in the moment, the emotions always drive the market. Ah. Mm-hmm. But in the long haul, they always renege back to the um, right. facts. And so I'm looking at the data. I'm trying to cut out all of the emotions. And that's hard right now, right? When the market's mm-hmm. down and things are tumultuous and all the news is chaotic and Mike stops dressing up for the podcast makes you nervous. All of these things. <laughs> well, you're laughing like you don't think it, right? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, that's how bad it's gotten around here that, you know, he just gets out of bed. He doesn't even comb his hair anymore. No. What hair? <laughs> I don't even comb it. You give it like a, you know, like those like saddle brushes or whatever. I should probably like do that on my head. Right. Some wax. So anyways, earnings so far, we've got 20% of the S and P that's out. I know this, this article is maybe a little small, a lot of green bars. 80% of them have beat their estimates so far. <gasps> How can this be true? I thought everything was bad because what are earnings? But if it's not for the most part, people spending money, mm-hmm. this can't be true. Everything's bad. Inflation and Russia and all the things, right? Uh, so far, the average earnings, and even though we're in the beginning endings of this, are over 8%. Remember, our goal for this year is we wanted to see about 10% yeah. earnings growth for the year. Right. So we're already on track. I feel really good about this number. Yeah. You know, these are the tea leaves that we need. Yeah. Fun fact, Tana, you don't know this. Well, maybe you do, but we never talked about it. Did you know if you track the history of the stock market and you track politics... The second year of a president. Oh, that's the year we're in. All right. The second quarter. Oh, my gosh. We just started that three weeks ago. It's historically the worst quarter ever Hmm. with volatility, drama. It has a lot to do with it being a a midterm year. It has to do with the big meetings for the feds that happen in May and June. And so we're kind of in this like historical Mm -hmm. tumultuous time anyways. And so it's like there's all these compounding things. Freaking us all out, but uh, patience, my friend. Padawan, is that what did they say? Like with the Jedi's? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had a thought that I don't know either. It's it's gone now. Patience, Padawan, is that a thing? I don't know. 
I need you to look that up after this okay. and then report back to everybody next week. I will. will do. So good news, earnings are working so far. Mm-hmm. Companies are beating estimates. Average mm-hmm. year-over-year earnings look good. There, there's an irony, right? They talk about like declining growth. Well, anything's going to be declining growth compared to last year where you had the best growth ever right. reported because the government turned off the economy the year prior. Right. So uh, you got to like read through the lines. Hey, good news. Our brothers to the east or west, which way is China? I mean, to technically, you could go either way. Well, right? yeah, you're right, because we're in a round earth. So there are <laughs> there are the people to the east and the west. Yes. You know, th- this is this is just like this is this is just like BS information. I feel like China is known to very favorably manipulate data. Um, you know, I mean, even since COVID started, they've only had one death. Yeah. Incredible statistics <laughs> over there. So anyways, China reported first quarter GDP. It beat expectations. It grew 4.8% year over year. They're expecting 4.4. This was considered a great sign. Um, they've got some unemployment ticking up. It is fascinating data that this is good news because China of all funny places on planet earth, mm-hmm. you go back not that long ago, five or 10 years ago their GDP was 15%. And people, when it broke 10%, were horrified. And when it broke 9%, they thought there's no way. And I can remember it being 6% and people, you know, oh, what is happening? And I'm like, hey, look at the great news. China's up 4.8%. Um, we would pray for numbers like this. They just they just print them on a piece of paper and then hand them out quarterly and say, hey, here's the number. We're doing good. <laughs> um, but once again, you know, if we're if we're running off of economic data, this is economic data on a global scale. And so there is some relevance here that their their GDP is better than what they were expecting. So we'll we'll put that in the positive column. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You need them to keep oh my gosh, I found breaking news. Everybody, there's breaking news. <laughs> Dude, this is I, I don't think we've ever had breaking news on the show before. This is incredible. It's about Trump failing to comply turns out that that's okay so this is the bad news part well bad news tana i was gonna say tana how much is gas in texas but i figured that's good news for you yeah it is good news we need it to be bad news yeah we've seen a decline so that's nice decline so what it's it's back to two bucks no i wish it was that drastic but no about 20 to 30 cents less than it was yeah gas is like two buck chuck over there well I think the, we're about um, three seventy now. So yeah, we we've broken down. We're now yeah. you know nine dollars and change. So it's great. Ouch! Just kidding. I don't know what it is. I don't buy gas anymore. I walk to work. <laughs> That's the, true. Um, you do a lot. I do. Yeah. The um, but this data point. So obviously, inflation keeps ticking higher. The consumer price index, which tracks um, you know individual costs for people in March annualized was at eight and a half percent. So that was a record, a highest since 1981. Oh my gosh, Tana, guess what year I was born? 1981. Look at that. So this is very meaningful to me. Like, like, like I, I like to know that I am <laughs> the record breaking number around here. So um, inflation's up quite a bit. Pretty crazy. Um, you know, obviously it impacts a lot of different things. The the alienation of inflation is they don't track all the things, right? So, um, you know, they don't fully price in 
gas costs yeah, and food, food and real yeah. estate and all these things. They, they're right. creative with the, the CPI. But one of the criticisms, do you know any of the criticisms about inflation of how they say we have inflation? It has to do with businesses. Have you heard this one? Mm-mm. So they say that businesses are just being sharks and raising all the prices to like, like price gouging, basically. They don't, they don't have that problem in Texas. It, it, well, no, we're seeing, you know, yeah. prices well, throw going that up, around but... here quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the theme. And so part two of inflation is what's called the producer price index. Mm-hmm. Producer price index is wholesale goods. Right. This is what the wholesaler is buying stuff at in order to sell you mm-hmm. stuff at the elevated rate. And you notice that year over year, they have the highest recorded increase ever. Wow. 11.2%. So the next time they say, oh, it's those jerk people, just those mm-hmm. evil corporations raising rates. It turns out that actually they're probably eating it on some yeah, level. Yeah, not passing um, it yes, totally our through. our costs are up, but their costs are up a lot. Yeah. So wow. it's it's just crazy. I mean, it's just one of those things. I personally feel, Tana personally feels, <laughs> I'm telling Tana what she personally feels. This is good. The um, We feel through a conversation yes. that we think that one way or another, we're getting to the high side of this mm-hmm. and it's probably peaking out and it's going to yes. start mellowing out on the second half of the year. You know, it'll probably take a couple months, <clears throat> but that's what we're looking for. We want to see the inflation start to to cap, peak, roll back down. So maybe the next recording for April will, you know, possibly hit 9%, but then we're probably going to see this thing starting to mellow out. Mm-hmm. And so that would be a positive. A lot of it has to do with improvements in supply chain. There will mm-hmm. you know, likely be improvements yeah, with the uh, World War III going on and all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. look for that. Tragic. Well, that is... But so is the prices of everything. The um, a lot of tragedies here. All right, Tana. So good news. Tana carries what? what how much student loans do you have? No. About half a million. No, I paid them off. What? I paid my student loans off. I paid mine off by serving this country. Dang oh. it! Just kidding. Thank oh, you very I, much. I didn't have student loans because I got the GI Bill for being yeah. in the army. The um, see, this is frustrating. There's this guy on the news I like to listen to, but I have the TV muted, so I have no idea what he's saying. I have to admit, that's like a, it's like a conflict for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) You want to all of a sudden turn your volume up and listen. I want to know what's happening. (laughs) When you're recording a show. Right. Should I? Everybody, (laughs) intermission, intermission. Maybe what I should do is I should turn it up so everyone can hear it here and we should just sit quietly. Exactly. See what Tom has to say. The, um, the other thing though, that I thought was fascinating uh, with this article that you sent me is Biden extends the, the student loans payments. So you don't have to pay back mm-hmm. student loans starting until September. This, this feeds into our inflation right. problem, everybody, right? Yes. Part of the problem wasn't supply chain. Like they said, it wasn't COVID. It was that the government expended the money supply, mm-hmm. flooded the market with money and then told people right. they don't have to pay their bills. Right. So if somebody has a, I don't know, let's say a, a $500 a month student loan payment and they now don't have to pay it now until September. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for most people? Now they're going to go people- spend it. Right. <laughs> There's more money to spend it. Go yes. to and to compete for products that aren't on the shelves and to create yeah. more inflation with the people need to get back to their structured, normal mm-hmm. obligation discipline. And so this, it's like funny, like we just went through this wave, right? Hey, unemployment's good. Earnings are looking good. Job numbers are looking good. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, inflation's a problem. Producer prices are a problem. But now here we go. It's just a further exasperation of why we yeah. have inflation is the government keeps saying, no, student loans are bad. 
Right. Like, where's loans bad? How about how about a car payment? Is that bad? Or 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 having the burden of paying rent or a mortgage? Why why is it all a part of life? Loans? Why student loans? Ugh, those are the doozy out there. <laughs> you know, most student loans, by the way, are are wage based, mm-hmm. meaning that if you have low or Good no point. income, yes. your payment is based on that anyways. Yes. So it's affordable. So it's yes. affordable. It's reasonable. The government exactly. is gouging these people. Now, no. if you if you accidentally went and got a five hundred dollar a month car loan, and you lost your job, does the car loan say, "Oh, oh, wow"? No. Well, you know what? We're gonna make it fifty bucks a month for a while. No, they better. hold you accountable. Right. So yeah. I think we should all go get car loans and have the government put them no. in deferment forever. No, let's not do that. What? I mean, you think about this, Tana. It's been, I don't know, two years since people have paid on their student loans. Mm, that's a long time. And then they're on top of it, they're talking about can an executive order pay off some? Can we pay off 50 grand? Can we pay off 10 grand? Can we eat? So don't right. pay your bills. Don't pay your bills. And then eventually, maybe we'll just pay them for you. Like, yeah. dude, this is the kind of stuff that makes me crazy. I agree. Like, why did you have to be responsible, Tana? Right. I know. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was Shame a lot of work. You. Shame it was. On you. It was a lot of work and discipline. And we put other things off so that we could get it paid off. But it was right. worth it. It was totally right. worth it. Well, I don't know. This is the kooky one. This one drives me crazy. That's why I wanted to end with it because I found it depressing. <laughs> but thank, thank you for sending it to me. Yes. Tana is always studious, everybody, with doing research and providing all of the data for the I show. I love doing that. I provide all of the noise. Because <laughs> you're good at it. Well, you know, eventually. <laughs> Things are going to change. We're, we're, that's it. We're, we're having a poll right now. I want emails from people knowing who you would like to see talk way oh, more dear. in the show. If you mm. like the show the way it currently is, then just give me two thumbs up. And if uh, you'd like to see very significant changes, let me know. Uh, or, you know, what we could do is we could we could switch the show. Maybe what we should do is switch to like getting puppets of like Kermit the Frog and stuff to talk. <laughs> Probably just as valuable. Too distracting. Would it be? Yes. Know. Maybe people would enjoy it more. Then their kids could get involved, you know, start learning at a younger age, all this stuff. So, hey, I think that's it for us. We just went through a bunch of data. Yeah. Some of it was good. Some of it was bad. Obviously, you got our opinion on the whole thing. Tana is sitting in gloomy, no sunshine, Texas right now, but she gets to pay two bucks for gas. So it's all relative. <laughs> And um, hey, if you have questions, if you're worried, I realize the stock market's going down right now. I realize there's a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. when you turn on the news. That's why me right. and Tanner are here. We're here to help you understand these things, to have a good retirement plan. That is what we do. This is what we cash flow. Mm-hmm. If you have a good proper plan set in place, the market doesn't bother you because guess what? Right. The assets you use for income ain't in the market. The exactly. assets you use for growth are in the market, but you don't need those for income tomorrow. So you got the time horizon to deal with it. Make a good plan. Be defensive, make good choices, find objective people, certainly like Tana to talk to, and it will all be well. So, hey, wait, what's the banner? Where's the banner? Okay. I'm so bad at this part, right? I can't do all this stuff. So, hey, give us a call, 805-500-7035, 805-500-7035. Visit the Lind Group, uh, which is spelled L-Y-N-D. Mm-hmm. You can see our main page. You can submit requests for data, information. You can get a free book, all the fun stuff. So, otherwise, everybody have a wonderful day and mm-hmm. toodaloo. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805 500 
1-800-227-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.